Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Hey, hey local, how y'all doing? Uh, my name is Caleb. Uh, me and my wife, Kaylin, have been going to, to local for about three months now. And uh, we are just beyond thankful to be here, thankful for the friendships that we've made in the community, really. Uh, and thankful for the opportunity to share a little bit about uh, our story this morning. So from a young age, I have always had a plan to preach the gospel. Uh, from 14 and on, I was in the pulpit every time uh, I had the opportunity. My plan was to graduate high school and then attend Freed Hardeman University, where I would study Bible, find my wife, and minister full time. Well, just two and a half years after I started that plan, I find my, found myself working at a Ford dealership, uh, single and absolutely planless. Um, in a state of frustration and embarrassment, I began searching for ministry jobs elsewhere. And as I was searching, I happened to come across an ad for a youth ministry position in Tampa, Florida. Um, so I found the job in Tampa, Florida, and dying for the opportunity to do what I felt called to do, I rattled off an email and an application, and would you know it, one month later, my Jeep Wrangler was loaded down with everything I owned, and I was headed to Tampa. Uh, the plan was back on, and, and I began the job, uh, at the same time I began dating a beautiful human named Kaylin. Uh, the job and relationship was taking off. And uh, I was building unbelievable relationships, seeing teens come to faith in Jesus, and at the same time coming to a new understanding of what it means to follow Jesus myself. Well, fast forward a year from starting that job, and I am now married to this beautiful human and in the process of buying a house. The plan was going really well. It was back on. Marriage was and is amazing. But uh, as I began this new chapter, I started asking myself the tough questions. And the more I answered those questions, the more I realized that what I wanted to be a part of and where the church was was two different places. And fast forward a few months, my wife and I are standing in our new house, and she asked me a question that would shape the next five months uh, of our life. She said, I want to ask your permission to pray. Now, my wife doesn't often, she doesn't ask, she doesn't have to ask for my permission to pray. That's not normal. Uh, but she said that I want to pray that God makes whatever needs to happen, happen. You know, whether that means you resigning or getting fired or staying. Now, um, and so, but really, uh, she wasn't asking to pray. She was asking, are we ready for God to lead? And have we surrendered enough of ourselves to walk faithfully into the unknown? I somewhat reluctantly grabbed my wife's hand and she prayed, and that very night um, at a leadership meeting, it was made clear to me that my heart and the leadership's heart were in two different places. The following Monday, I turned in my resignation, and the following day, I was terminated for that resignation. Six months after marrying the love of my life, and one day after closing, or one week after closing on our house and praying that prayer, we were left unemployed, and you guessed it, planless. The difference between this experience and the other ones before was that this time we went into the unknown, surrendered. But what now? I mean, I had left my family, my friends, uh, left Mississippi to come to Tampa for ministry. My wife had left her family, her friends, uh, and a job, and left Tennessee to come down to Tampa and to marry me, right? And wasn't I supposed to provide? 
And shouldn't your first few months in marriage be better than this? Well, flash forward to today. And as I stand before you, I can say that besides Mary and Kaylin, the most significant thing I've been a part of was that prayer five short months ago. A prayer that shaped the posture that would take us through those next few months. A posture that set our intentions and attention on the opportunity of each day rather than the frustrations brought to us by our broken plan. We took the energy that we could have used to be anxious about tomorrow and focused that energy on what it meant to, to learn to walk with Jesus daily. So we started each morning of those next four months by spending 45 minutes to two hours studying our Bibles together. Each being in different books, we would pause throughout our time of reading and share the beauty of what we were finding. And some mornings were spent crying over the words of Jesus, and others were spent laughing and being flat out stunned by the boldness of the words in red. And we paired that, uh, what we were learning, with prayer and accountability to live these life-giving words out, life-giving words out in our marriage, and with the way we handled the inconveniences that had come from me leaving the job. Through these actions, we created space for the Spirit to transform our minds and hearts. And me and Kaylin are not the heroes of this story, or really any story. We do not proclaim to have handled this transition perfectly. All we want to do is bow our heads and point to the person of Jesus, a Jesus who has turned our world right side up. The secret? Well, all we did was surrender. Now listen, I'm not against a plan, and, and most of the time I'm uh, struggling to figure out where I need to be. Uh, but if all we do is plan and act for the future, how will we ever impact the people God places us around today? In this time of the unknown, I just remind myself to be obedient where I'm at, to use the tools and ability God has given me to love others and represent Jesus to my community. With that daily reminder, I hope to look back at the end of my life and say, I was true to who and what God had for me not who and what Caleb had planned for Caleb. There's comfort in knowing that Jesus calls his followers to do just that, follow. In other words, Jesus calls us to walk each day in faithful obedience to his way of life. And we don't have to have a perfect plan. We just have to have the courage to follow. It is doing just that that has brought freedom to me and my wife. And I am thankful that my plan hasn't worked and humbled by how God has moved since the moment we surrendered our lives to being used where we are at. Thank you.